0: You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 188. Today, I'm going to share with you why Mo Products means Mo Problems. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now with over 1.2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here, and thank you to a brand spanking new Hashtag Business Tips Friday edition of the Mind Your Business Podcast. I am your host with the most coffee (laughs) in their system right now. James Wedmore. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here's what we're going to do. I'm really excited to do this because I get a lot of questions on the Instagrams and the Facebooks. And, you know, we talk so much mindset and personal development and spiritual development and growth on the podcast. And I love to balance these, a little left brain, a little right brain, a little right brain, a little left brain. So that's what we're going to do today. And hopefully every Friday, at least for the next few weeks, one of the reasons we're doing this in celebration of the date, October 8th, 2018, it's coming up so fast. Mark your calendar, ladies and gentlemen, because that's when we are going to be releasing our epic eight part Series, The Rise of the Digital CEO. Now, big thing I've seen for a long time and really noticed with a lot of entrepreneurs and why so many struggle and why most never make it. Like they have to close up shop, say goodbye to their dreams and go back to getting a J-O-B just over broke is because I believe that most people are simply not hardwired for entrepreneurship. Out of the box default settings, when people start a business, they do not have the thinking, the perspectives, and the beliefs necessary for creating success as an entrepreneur. And that's what we're going to talk about at each episode here is how I think, look, and I don't have it all figured out, all right? Okay. But I know over the years, because I struggled and I went through all the stuff that you've gone through, some of it a lot worse. But I know that if I wanted to change the results I was craving in my business, it wasn't about changing the world outside, let me get that next funnel, that bot, that piece of software, oh this shiny object will solve all my problems. See that's, you never read the autobiographies of those successful entrepreneurs and they're like, you know I was struggling until, until I started chasing shiny objects. That's when it all turned around for me. Success secret number one, chase shiny objects, right? So most people think that all, if we change all these things and add all these things and enhance all these things out there in the world, then they'll finally change and get the results. And I quickly learned that it wasn't until I changed my thinking, changed how I see business, that then business and my results would begin to change. So we're going to be talking about what I like to call the hashtag backwards business Tips. Now, they're backwards because what I share can be very controversial to most. It's It will appear and feel very counterintuitive to common sense. But if it took common sense to be successful as an entrepreneur, then success would be common. It takes uncommon thinking. And I believe primarily it's because we were... Indoctrinated into the public education system. Nothing wrong. It's all good and dandy. But we are taught to think, act, behave, and operate a certain way. And those rules for those games just do not operate and work effectively for entrepreneurship. I'm not going to sit here and say, hey, if you work harder and ask permission and wait your turn and just keep studying and memorizing more, then you'll be successful. But Whether you want to hear it or not, that's what you were taught in school. Be a good little child. Raise your hand. Wait your turn. Stay in line. Do what you're told. Respect your elders. Permission. If you are living in a permission-based world, don't expect to get extraordinary results as an entrepreneur. Why? Because no one's going to give you that permission. All right. We haven't even gotten into the episode today, but August 8th, save it in your calendars. We're going to show you how successful entrepreneurs think, and it's quite counterintuitive and different than most other people on the planet think. In fact, I just released a video on Facebook, which you might have seen. Head on over to my Facebook page. We'll link that up in the show notes, and holy moly cow, it was so controversial. People were so angry at me, and so maybe we can talk a little bit more about that in a future episode. But yikes. And it's me talking about how, again, most people are not wired for entrepreneurship. And so they're coming to the table with their thoughts and perspectives and beliefs of being an employee. Nothing wrong with that. It's just being an employee in your own business isn't going to get you a very successful business. It's not going to get you where you want to go. That's for sure. might get you a little success, but it's not going to get you where you truly want to go. All right. So here's the deal. Okay. We got October 8th, Rise the Digital CEO. We're going to show you how to think like an entrepreneur. Hardwire you for that success. Now, today's question comes to you. It was inspired by, today's topic was inspired by a question from one of my Instagram followers. Thank you so much. Sarah Jane Case. So Sarah Jane, you are the best. Here's what Sarah Jane said. She goes, James, my biggest struggle is having too many offers. I know I need to specialize and focus on one great offer with clear transformation. Any tips for how to get clear on what that offer is for me and my audience. So the first thing I wanna say, this is great that Sarah Jane knows this, most people don't, and that's the first counterintuitive thing I wanna talk about here, is that here's what happens, and I'll get to Sarah Jane's question and answer, but it really inspired something else for me, is that most people will go create an offer or a product or something, they'll sell it, and if they see success, there's a very dangerous trap they're gonna fall into, which is they linked success to the effort and work associated with creating the offer. And so what do they do? They say, I wanna replicate that success. So what do they do? They replicate those same behaviors. They create another offer and then another and another and another. One day they wake up and they've got 10, 12, 15, 20 different offers selling 20 different products and We all know this like idea, the the law of diminishing returns. Same applies here. First thing I want to say, if you want to work harder and longer in your business, create more offers. Okay, so Mo products, Mo offers means Mo problems, right? Think about it. The more products you have, first and foremost, the more maintaining you have to do, the more systems that have to be in place, the more launches, funnels, and promotions you have to do. And so here's another way to think about it. If you told me, James, I want a million dollars, and I said, great, let's map out a plan for you for a million dollars. And let's say I could guarantee, which I can't, that you would have a million dollars at the end of next year. Would it really matter where that million dollars came from? I mean, would it matter if it came from 20 products or one? If you had a choice, wouldn't you rather have the million dollars come from one? Absolutely. In fact, I remember working with a client of mine who she came to work with me and she was like super burnt out struggling. She's making about $200,000 a year and we did a little exercise where I drew a giant circle on my whiteboard and I said, let's map out where did all that 200 K come from, from last year. And we'd made a pie chart. That pie chart looked like a pie for like a party of 30 people, like little slices everywhere. This made five grand, this made 10 grand, this made two grand, this made $500. And that all of those little slices added up to about 200 K. So, What I did was the most simple thing, which is kind of getting into Sarah Drain's question, is I took the biggest slice of the pie, which the biggest slice was only 15K. Think about that for a second. 12 months of work, the biggest slice of revenue was a 15K project. All these $1,000 little things. And she was burnt the F out. And she wanted to grow. She goes, I don't have any more time and hours in the day to grow. I said, I just circled the one 15K thing. And I said, what if we just do that next year? She did. She went from 200K to a million dollars in nine months (sighs) and worked way friggin' less. That's what I'm talking about with this hashtag backwards counterintuitive approach to business. Less is more. Think about it from your audience perspective. Like, They fall in love with you, they follow you, they think you're amazing, and now you've got 37 products that you sell. None of those products even feel special anymore. This is why we today focus on one product. It's business by design. It's where I put everything. It's where I put all my stuff. And it's the one place I want people to go, okay? Now, what we won't really get into is having what we call an ascension model, which is like where you can take people you know, up through higher levels of the same product suite, that's kind of a different conversation. But people that do go through business by design know that they can work with me and my team in a higher, faster pace capacity, right? But it's not like, okay, I've got a product on business with marketing. I've got a product on Instagram. I've got a product on How to build a team. I've got a product on YouTube. I got a product, which I have in the past, right? I've had all these products and we're working far less and generating far more revenue and helping far more people at a deeper level with less. Less is more, ladies and gentlemen. So Sarah Jane's asking this great question, like, how do I find this? The first thing is like, if you do have stuff out there, just like the example I gave, go for the one that's already getting the best results. So we wanna look for something called offer alignment. Offer alignment. I believe anybody who is drawn to this podcast or drawn to Business by Design, who's a student or customer of mine, there is at least that one product that is that one true gift and message that they were meant to share out into the world. What is that for you? When we have a lot of students and clients go through my coaching program, They find themselves forcing and trying to shove this offer and product down people's throats like, please. And it's just so heavy and forceful, right? Until one day they realize that wasn't even their true message. There was no offer alignment. It would be like if I'm trying to sell you a fitness weight loss product, that's not what I'm put here on this planet to do. That's for somebody else. Okay. What is that message that's really inside of you that if you could just imagine sitting down with your ideal customer at a coffee shop and you just said, Oh my God, I want to tell you everything about this. That's the offer. What, if you were to asked to speak at a live event in front of your entire audience and you had one hour to speak on one topic, what would that topic be that you would be most passionate about speaking on? This is where you start to get a sense of, this is my aligned offer. And it's a, it should be something that's like, it's within you, it's that message that you wanna get out to that world, right? It's that song you have not sung yet. Don't leave that song dying inside of you, whatever that quote is, right? It's beautiful. It's also the thing that people are willing to pay for. Okay, And it's the thing that people want. Obviously, if they want it, they're willing to pay for it. Now, where Sarah Jane might be struggling is like, I've got so many. So you got to use your gut a little bit. What's the one that feels the lightest? What's the one that feels the easiest? What's the one that you really do feel like? If I could only have one, this would be it. So I'm going to leave you, Sarah Jane, with one last question. If you were to look at all your offers, line them all up. And if you could just answer this one question using your gut as much as you can so much of the decisions and the success that I've had in my business are based on me, not just using my intuition, but trusting it. And if you looked at these offers and you said, if I knew that each and every one of these would be equally successful, like if I only focused on any one of them, they'd all each individually be a home run success. If I knew that that was the case, then which one would I choose? You see, The reason we're not trusting our intuition, Sarah Jane, is we're getting too analytical in our head about it. We're trying to weigh the pros and cons and there's worry and doubt about what if I choose the wrong one? What if I choose the one that doesn't work and I've missed my one shot, my one opportunity, M&M eight mile. And that's just not the case. Come from the place of knowing that they will all be successful and knowing that and trusting that, which one do you choose then? That's your answer. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to a hashtag backwards business tip Friday edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. You are so awesome and amazing. I'll see you all Monday on another episode. Take care. For years, I filled my head with every course, strategy, and tactic, yet I still struggled. I worked 12 to 14 hour days every single day trying to build an online business, yet I still had nothing to show for it. And you may be feeling this way as well. Maybe you're starting to think that the solution is to work more, to work harder, to start saying yes to the things that you know you shouldn't be saying yes to. And if this doesn't stop right now, where do you think you're going to end up? You see, what most struggling entrepreneurs never, ever realize is that your business and the results you have right now are simply a reflection of you. They're a reflection of you and the entrepreneur that you're being. And sadly, most people running businesses today don't have a clue how to actually be an entrepreneur. Now, that's why they try to rely on the old, outdated strategies that hardworking employees use to get ahead. You know, things like work harder, work longer, rely on your sweat equity, and of course, do what you're told. But you and I both know that being a successful entrepreneur is anything but that. And that's why I want to peel back the curtain to show you exactly how I've been running and operating my multiple seven-figure online business for years now, and quite frankly, it's different than anything you've ever heard before. I've spent the past six months producing an eight-part miniseries entitled "The Rise of the Digital CEO." in order to help transform inner-driven entrepreneurs like yourself into who you need to become in order to grow and operate a thriving business that actually runs itself instead of it running you. Plus, I'll show you the five core ingredients that you simply can't do without if you want more scalability and consistency in your business. So if you're ready to step into that digital CEO role that you know you are meant for, Head on over to www.jameswedmore.com forward slash rise right now. My business has transformed literally overnight. In less than five months, working a full-time corporate job, being a mommy to an eight-year-old boy, I grew my email list from 180 to 5,400, in less than five months. And the transformation has been huge radical. I feel like I have those missing pieces that are really going to allow me to scale my business and just absolutely have the most amazing breakthrough year. And it's transformed me into a, a better entrepreneur, a better businessman. Allowed me to do a six-figure beta launch uh, with a live event and all of that in May. If you're teaching us skills, you're giving us skills, you're giving us the opportunity to do things that are really important, uh, having an impact in other people's lives. But the other thing that it's allowing us to do is to live a life of our own choosing.